Good morning for Wednesday, March 11, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Clinton says she followed email rules. Irate Democrats denounced the GOP on Iran letter. And city manager in Ferguson quits amid blame. In today's national headlines, judge blocking Obama praised as fair in Texas. Fraternity vows broad look at use of racist chant, and Duke Energy is fined $25 million in the state of North Carolina. In today's business headlines, the Dow was down sharply 332 points yesterday. Blurred lines plagiarize gay song, a jury says, and a strengthening dollar pummels the American markets. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from the United Nations, by Amy Chozik and Michael Schmidt. Clinton says she followed email rules. Hillary Rodham Clinton revealed on Tuesday that she had deleted about half her emails from her years as Secretary of State, saying she had turned over to the Obama administration all correspondence about government business, but had destroyed records of communications about private matters, like yoga routines, her daughter's wedding, and her mother's funeral. In a news conference about her exclusive use of a private email account while Secretary, Clinton sought to squelch the furor about those communications already in its second week. She acknowledged that it would have been wiser to use a government email for official business, but said she fully complied with every rule and was going above and beyond what was required of her in asking the State Department to make public much of her email correspondence. No one wants their personal emails made public, she said, and I think most people understand that and respect that privacy. Clinton said she had only convenience in mind in choosing to use just a personal email account. I thought it would be easier to carry just one device for my work and my personal emails instead of two, she explained. She asked, in fact, that voters trust that she was disclosing more of them than she needed to, and even to credit her with an unusual degree of transparency. Clinton said she turned over some 30,490 emails to the State Department in December, nearly two years after leaving office. But she said she also deleted nearly 32,000 others. Her confirmation that she and her aides had chosen which emails to make available to the State Department raised new concerns about Clinton's power to decide which records of her tenure as secretary would be available to congressional investigators, to journalists filing Freedom of Information Act requests, and to history. It immediately emboldened Republicans who were leading a specially appointed House committee investigating the 2012 attack on a United States mission in Benghazi, Libya. Because Secretary Clinton has created more questions than answers, the select committee is left with no choice but to call her to appear at least twice, said Representative Trey Gowdy, a Republican of South Carolina who's chairman of the committee. The news conference presented a rare and intriguing political spectacle, a former first lady and secretary of state, an expected but not yet declared presidential candidate, standing inside the United Nations fielding pointed questions about secrecy, accountability, and judgment. On Tuesday morning, Clinton's office announced 
that she would address the issue just after she delivered what was meant to be an attention-getting speech intended to highlight her lifelong work to advance the rights of women and girls.